This episode of the Bubble Lounge is brought to you by Kathy Wall State Farm Agency, voted the best insurance agent in DFW by D Magazine. Visit her website at kathylwall.com and insure the things that matter. And Alto, the better way to ride share. Safe, clean, consistent. Send a text message to 474747 with the word bubble and receive $25 credit towards your first two rides. Alto, everything modern transportation should be. Welcome to the Bubble Lounge. This is Martha Jackson. And I'm Nellie Shudo. And we are in Valentine's season right now, the season of love. What are you doing for Valentine's, Nellie? Well, uh, Chris just told me that we're going to Georgie Ooh, by Curtis Stone, which yes. I'm very excited about. I'm going to call ahead because I know I've got special treatment. You should. <laughs> so for sure. I can review them and all that stuff. But uh, what I didn't ask him is what time, because... Chris has a reputation for waiting till a week before <laughs> Valentine's Day or whatever to make a reservation. This has happened for years. Yeah. And, you know, since we were dating and it would be like, we're having dinner at Capo, our favorite restaurant in L.A. What time? 4.45. <laughs> and you're like, 4.45? Like, what are you talking? It's like Wednesday. That makes no sense. So it's better than lunchtime, I guess. No, but actually, no. I think it's worse <laughs> because it just screams, I, I put no planning into this. <laughs> what are you guys doing? So we in the past have always had a tradition of cooking at home and we have lobster and we have like a big seafood fest and including with the kids. So we have this like kind of romantic dinner, but with our kids. So we've been doing that for years. Well, that's what we'll do. I think that sounds like fun. And that brings (laughs) us into Galentine's Day. Because I love this new term, Galentine's Day. I, I was know. at Foxtrot Market. Yes. And they have these boxes, gift boxes mm-hmm. for Galentine's Day. And I, I'm gonna be honest, I was like, what the hell's that? I know. And then I was like, oh. Valentine's Day with a G. It's girlfriend Valentine's with the Day. With gals. Yes. Yeah. So I guess you just get your group of friends together and you go out for drinks or dinner or something like that. And it's just like celebrating your friendship. Well, and because you know that, what do you get Sean for Valentine's Day? Anything? Mm, no. Of course not. That's what I'm saying. Because what do you get a guy for Valentine's Day? It's really kind of a guy gives to a girl. Mm-hmm. So it's nice for us to be able to give back. Yeah. Because girls always love getting something. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. I know I do. So, Nellie, today we're going to bring in Dr. Melanie Mills, who's an expert in a lot of things. She's a therapist, but she specializes in friendships, like female friendships. And, you know, female friendships can be very complicated, and sometimes we are catty to one another, and she's going to teach us how to handle our friendships. You're right, because men's friendships are more simple. They really are. They're more simple. You know, it's been interesting (laughs) having both a boy and a girl over the years. And I'll tell you what, like in carpool, it's almost like a science experiment to see how they act when they get in the car. Like girls, since preschool, they get in the car and they start talking about each other. And still to this day, that can happen. But with the boys, they rarely talk about each other. They talk about video games and just guy stuff. Mm -hmm. So different. So Dr. Mel's going to be on the show today, and she's going to talk specifically about female relationships and healthy ways to approach that. So I'm really looking forward to it. She's going to pass on a lot of tips that we can all use. But before we get to Dr. Mel, take out your phone and text 313131 with the word bubble, and you'll receive weekly updates of when our shows come out. We'll be right back after this short break. Guys, talking about insurance can be so boring, 
but it's a necessary evil. And our good friend and show sponsor, Kathy Wall State Farm Agency, is really great about making it fun and interesting. She absolutely is. She has helped my mom. I've sent my mom to her before. She's helped us. But what I love about her is she is just so honest. She will take a look at your policy and really analyze it and let you know, like, if you're getting a good deal where you are, she'll tell you, you know what, this is better than I can offer you. Or if you're overpaying in certain areas, she'll help you with that too. Well, and she does those checkups, right? Yeah, she does free checkups. You can bring your policy into her, make an appointment, and she'll go over it with you and let you know what's going on. Well, and there's nothing like having somebody who takes something that can be really dry and make it something that's very accessible and convenient. She is so passionate about insurance. And like you said, insurance is boring. I don't know how you can get excited about it, but she makes it work. Somehow she does it. So if you want an insurance agent that is devoted to your satisfaction, then please contact our good friend and show sponsor, Kathy Wall State Farm Agency at 214-350-2692 or visit her website at kathylwall.com. That's K-A-T-H-Y-L-W-A-L-L.com. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you, Kathy. So our guest today is Melanie Ross Mills, better known as Dr. Mel. That's what we're going to call you. Okay. Perfect. Love that. Uh, so welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Of course. And we love that you're an author. You've written The Identity Bond and The Friendship Bond. And today yes. we're going to talk about those things because those are really, really important relationships. I, I'm excited. I love talking mm-hmm. about these topics clearly, and I love diving into friendship. Well, what made you write your books? My own personal friendship experiences. Okay. As I was trying to work them out, figure out why I was confused in certain areas, why I was needing certain things from certain friendships and they were not meeting those needs, how much was I depending on friendships that they weren't capable of giving me what I was needing, and then how much did I need to own for myself. So lots of of mixed messages, childhood messages, lack of coaching and tools that I needed to teach myself. No, I love that because I couldn't agree with you more. And I feel like whatever this is for my upbringing, I don't know what it means, but I will tell you, like I'm a middle child, I'm a people pleaser. um, I will tell you that I have always been really good at picking out good guys. I've never been the girl who dates the the jerk guy. Yes, that's good. But I have always been the girl who ends up with the worst girlfriends. And I have the Mm. best girlfriends. I'm just Mm -hmm. saying I'm the one who falls for that. And it's taken me years to learn how to handle it. So how deep would you like to go personally? Oh, I can go (laughs) as deep as you want. So do you feel like you chose girlfriends that took advantage of you? Yes. And you know why? Oh, I want to hear what you're going to say. Because of your people-pleasing tendency? Yes. Which means you probably really care about people Mm -hmm. authentically. And you want to help and you want to save the day and you want to help and fix, but maybe you're drawing, were drawing in the past unhealthy friends that it wasn't your job to fix, but they see someone that will come in and save the day. That is dead on. Wow. Spot on. (laughs) Well, you know, I keep hearing people talk about categoric categorizing their friendships, like they're putting them into different buckets. And I also hear a lot of people say basically they're spring cleaning, that they're getting rid of friends that no longer serve them. Kind of seems to be a trend right now. Yes, I agree. I do feel like friendship is trending somewhat from (laughs) Galentine's to uh, Friendsgiving. Mm -hmm. And one of the reasons I feel like this is the case is because we can choose our friends. We cannot choose our family. But some of us have 
been blessed enough and chose well enough to have friends actually become family. And they are filling these needs that we're created to have for love, significance, and security. And when we're choosing healthy friendships, they actually can become family is what I would call it. And so I love we're celebrating friendship in a way that does focus on adding to our non-biological family. Yeah. Well, I keep seeing this Galentine's term thrown around and I've even seen on your social media that you're doing an event next week. I want to know, what is this? Why has it become so popular? It's, It's meeting a need in us back to our three basic needs for love, significance, and security. And it's also, we're at a place, I think, in the world where we want authentic bonds. Like we're tired of the masks. We're tired of the fakeness and we want real authentic relationships. And so I do also believe that that's why these things are trending because we're learning to connect on these heart levels without acting like someone we're not. And I just think we're all tired of that. Can I say BS? I don't know if I can say that. Yes, of course you can. And so we're not, uh, well, I mean, personally, I'm not gravitating towards that. We're in the past. Maybe that was okay. And status quo is okay, but we want more. We want more. We do. And also, the other thing is the definition of family has changed inherently. Mm -hmm. So no longer, like I look at, um, I was just in New York to see my sisters, et cetera. It was my ex-brother-in-law's birthday. Okay. And my sister was there with all of her friends. I call it her husband and her wife Mm -hmm. because she's single and she's got two friends who come with her to everything. And like you you think about like, and I was seeing my ex-brother-in-law's family I hadn't seen since the wedding. It was so great to see them. And I realized that 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 whole definition of what a family is Mm -hmm. based on gender identity, based on people wanting to be single longer, based on people not feeling like they need a spouse, Martha, to complete them. I'm just joking. (laughs) 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 No, but you know what I'm saying. I have a lot of friends who won't get married again. They don't want to. They enjoy the whole thing. So their friends are their family. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's so true, which is exciting because I feel like, not to get deep and sad, but even looking at suicide rates, we need love. We need mm-hmm. our friends. Yes. We need bonding and connection. And we don't always get that from our family. Sure. And so this is really important, I believe, in life to have these kind of connections with people that they're not necessarily biological, but yeah. they're what we need. Yeah, definitely. Uh, let's talk about what a true friend looks like. I know that we all have different types of friends and a lot of us might not know what a true friend looks like and the type of person that we probably should welcome into our lives. Mm-hmm. Well, I personally used to choose friends based on if they were cute. I know, <laughs> I'm just admitting. Back when I was younger, I had certain stipulations that these cute friends had to meet. Mm-hmm. And if they didn't, I wasn't very open-minded. Then as I matured a little by little and then went through my own humbling experiences, I realized I need some depth. I need to change my grid of measure and what my priorities are for the types of friends that I need. And so I expanded my viewpoint and the types of people that I welcomed in. And so it really, it's almost like I emptied out that whole bucket and started over. Mm -hmm. And it was really cool because the people that were brought to me and that I was open to, I would have never expected to become some, even today, some true, authentic amazing friends. And so my first, I guess my first challenge is to look at what do you really value in friendship and what is true friendship to you? Because to me, it might be different 
than right. what it means to someone so else. So if you become friends with Martha and I, should we assume we're not cute? <laughs> <laughs> Are no, you, you surrounded by uncute friends? <laughs> Maybe. We're not. You know what? That's actually, I have the most beautiful friends. So hopefully, I'm, I'm not teasing. as shallow, though. But yes, we're I not, still do like my cute friends. We're not cute, but we have a lot of depth. Okay, no. That, you that's do. what that will say. No, my, my I mean, sister used to tease me. inside and out. No, my sister used to tease me because all my friends always were good looking and she would always say what's that about and she would kind of make she's so mean you know she would be like all your friends are so cute but like nobody can talk about anything nobody's got a brain like she would make fun of you know I'm talking like my high school grade school friends yes so you no offense to my junior high and high school friends in case they're listening I love y'all and y'all are just dissecting we're dissecting (laughs) yes so you mentioned um, you had moved some friends to a different categories. How do you do that diplomatically without mm-hmm. them knowing, like it not being obvious that you're changing directions with your friendship? So my first thought is we never write anyone off because people have the capacity to change for the most part. And then some people never change, right? So when we identify, let's say this friend is wrestles with gossip. And when I go to, I'm not talking about anyone listening. When I go to do something with them, that's all we talk about or all they talk about. And I leave feeling, ugh, yeah, that's not what I wanted to spend my time on. Right. So I'm allowed to move her to even just an acquaintance category for a while because I can't be that close right this second because it's not healthy for me. It doesn't mean we're not friends. It doesn't mean I don't love her. But for this moment, it's just not where I need to be for myself because of the way I use the leaving the coffee scenario. So I've had coffee with you. Once I leave, how am I feeling and how are you feeling? We should leave feeling built up, encouraged, challenged, inspired. I feel like that. And that's one of my priorities. And so that's a back to grid a measure. That's something that I use. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so that's that's my thought is it's okay to move them to another category. You don't have to make an announcement. But maybe you don't reply to the text five seconds later every single day. Maybe you distance it. Sometimes I've actually had to tell friends, we are codependent, and it is my fault too, and I need to break this codependence, which means I need to change the way that I've been doing things. Well, uh, it's funny that you said you, that you don't have to announce it because uh, – I guess being an actor, I always felt like I had to share what I was really thinking <laughs> with people. And so like, <laughs> with jazz hands, yes, so I would do it. And I, I learned really quickly that that backfired. <laughs> it always did. And then another point I want to make is, uh, you know, when you just said about a negative meeting with a friend, mm-hmm. when they're just gossiping, it's all negativity that you, you don't need all over you. I have always found that, that it's like aha moments when you're with somebody and you hear them say something really awful about somebody. Mm. Like when they're like, I'm cutting her. When they cut people out, those kind of people, I always go, <gasps> in the back of my mind, I go, I'm going to do something mm-hmm. that's going to make them that mad. The and they're going to do the same thing to me. Yeah, yeah. the hatchet. Yeah. You know, because yeah. if they say that, if they do it to other people, they'll do it to you. That's well, yeah. exactly right. The, the gossipers make me very nervous because if they're talking that much about other people, you know when you're not around, they're doing the same for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I once heard a very famous actor on the phone while I was in the room saying about another very famous actor who's actually in the Oscar list this year, uh, that guy, he's always calling me because he needs something and he's just using me. And I was like, oh my, like what an awful thing to say about somebody (laughs) you've worked for years with. And I thought, 
I'm going to get in trouble someday. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to be saying the same thing about me, you know? Well, your true friends aren't, right? Mm-hmm. You, they, I just had a discussion yesterday with a friend, and she said uh, we were talking about something she wanted me to do, and I'm like, I don't feel led to do that right now. Mm-hmm. Please don't take this the wrong way. And she's like, I know your heart, and I'm okay with that. But I know your heart, and it's not coming out sideways. Yeah. We want friends that know our hearts. Yes. So if we need to ask for a favor... We're asking for a favor. I really like how direct you were, like nice but direct and let her know because so many people aren't brave enough to say something like that and they just kind of go quiet and you're left wondering, you know, what's going on? What's Mm -hmm. the status? Abandonment. Yes, the conflict avoiders. Mm -hmm. So I just happen to know somebody that may be sitting at the table with us right now (laughs) who has been having some challenges with a friendship and she could really use your advice right after this short break. So Martha, the other night I went out on a girls' night, and we were 10 people. The best part about Alto, we called Alto because we didn't want to drive, we wanted to go out and have a few drinks and enjoy ourselves, was that each car holds up to six people comfortably. I know. That's why I I love to use Alto, too, when I go on a girls' night out. The drivers are amazing. They're extremely personable. The cars are safe, and they're so easy to identify. You'll see a picture of your driver come up on the app before they even arrive. And when you get in the car, your picture's up on their dashboard. So there's no question if you're getting in the right car. No, and it means they can spot you. And of course, I love that other feature where you can click on your app and their, their lights light up. Right. So you know exactly which car is yours. Definitely. So ladies, when you're ready for a girl's night out, call on Alto and take the stress out of driving. So I'd like you to take out your phones right now and send a text to 474747 with the word bubble. That's B-U-B-B-L-E and get $25 off your first two rides with Alto. Alto, reach your destination on your terms. Welcome back from the break. So when we left off, I had mentioned that one of us had some some friendship challenges that she needed to talk about. So Nellie, tell us what's going on. Okay, so I've had my share of Hollywood girlfriends. I mean, I've had friends who, like, become your friend, steal every connection you have, and then throw you under a bus. Mm -hmm. So uh, I hadn't done that for a long time. I have great friends in Dallas. I have great friends in L.A. and New York. But uh, recently a friend of mine, we were sort of in a group together, and all of a sudden she was like, well, the group's not happening. And I'm going to ask your advice for this. She was like, oh, yeah, I don't know if I'm doing it. There's a little bit of lying going on, right? Okay. And so one day I was leaving, And I was put in another group, so to speak, and I'm leaving and I see all the other members of the group coming in because clearly they were meeting. Hmm. And I called because I would much rather have somebody tell me I am pissed off at you than have them not. So I left a message and I said, I am so upset right now. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like you lied to me, Mm -hmm. which really bothers me. I feel like I'm a very good, solid friend to you. And I I want you to know. I didn't just scream. I said, I want you to know that this is extremely hurtful to me. I feel mm-hmm. very, very hurt. Mm-hmm. That's how I ended it. Nothing. No response. No response. Crickets. For like 48 hours. Where Finally, you probably didn't sleep that whole time. No, I didn't. No. And I thought it was so not nice. And and like, then I finally get a response and it's not really a response, but it's not a phone call. It's not, and I'm going to tell you, this resolved itself. Okay. But my question is, what do you do in a situation like that? Like, was it wrong of me hmm. to, to call it out? No. Okay. So this is where anyone that's listening, that's mm-hmm. a conflict avoider. Mm-hmm. I'm encouraging you all to get some courage. For I had to choose my words wisely because we need to address conflict. We're not most of the time taught how address, how to address conflict. If anything, out of respect for the other person's heart. Mm-hmm. Now, not everybody's always safe 
to go to. Mm -hmm. So you have to think about, okay, is this person, are they mature enough to even handle me coming to them with this, not that you're carrying an offense, but with this hurt that I have. Mm -hmm. Some people cannot handle it. They literally will run as far as they can go. Clearly, that's not who we need to be close to. We need to have people that can talk things out with us. So I call those note to selves. Mm -hmm. So this person, whether it's a man or a woman, clearly had a hard time dealing with the conflict. They didn't want to address that you were not included to the birthday party or whatever it was. You were left out on purpose Mm -hmm. and they lied to you. Mm -hmm. Now, raise your hand if you're listening. Who hasn't had that happen to them? Mm -hmm. We've all had that happen, right? Mm -hmm. But we're going to get caught sometimes, especially with social media. You're like, I cannot believe that you told me you weren't doing something for your birthday. And then there's this whole picture. Mm -hmm. So then we have to first go, okay, am I taking offense to that? And we want to check ourselves and you are self-aware. So I'm sure that you did that and we don't want to carry it because it's toxic for us. Right. Yeah. But then we want to address it because if I have a relationship with this person, I want to talk it out. If I did something to cause you not to include me, I want to know because I want to become a better person. That's what I'm saying. I, I expected that reali- that, that uh, respect. Yes. And I'll say two things. Uh, Martin Scorsese had a nickname for me, BD, Benevolent Dictator. <laughs> so Perfect. I kind of understand <laughs> okay. that in some ways in my world, I think everybody should behave a certain way. Yes. And I, yes. I, have, to, I have to realize that because mm-hmm. when I heard those words, I was like, Oh my God, it's so true. It's exactly why I've never been chosen on a jury. I have been up for jury duty so many times. And literally I'll be like, well, maybe he was okay in murdering that person. I kind of, he had a bad upbringing. I don't know. Like I'm always going to see see Uh every sign, uh but it's in my little, you know, realm of how I see things. So I like, I try to be aware of that. Which is so healthy. I mean, so healthy of you to try to look at all sides, right? Mm -hmm. So even more reason why the type that you are, you want to talk through it Mm because you want to see it all. What do we do when they don't respond? What do we do? What do we do when they don't text us back, right? Because it's like abandonment. We do do not become obsessive. How many people will text again, text again, Mm -hmm. they get all freaked out and they become obsessive. She's not responding. Yes. We're not going to be those people. I actually feel like I'm not a therapist, but I feel like you handled it really well because I used to have a friend that would say confrontation doesn't have to be a negative. Absolutely. And I feel like you confronted because you wanted to know what had happened, but you did it in a diplomatic way. Mm-hmm. You didn't sound like you were No, because I did say I was crazy. hurt. I didn't say, yeah, like, I, right. I was just so honest. I was very, very you know, emotional. Right. No, yes. no, I was emotional, okay. but I was like, because I'm hurt. Like yes. I made a point of saying. Yes. Yeah. You know? yes. I like that you let her know that you were hurt because some so many of us, I would probably do it, would want to appear strong and like you did not hurt me. But I yeah. like mm-hmm. that you were very open with it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what, though? Speaking of that, guys... Valentine's Day, just because we have so many good girlfriends, yes. including Martha sitting next to me, my partner, yes. who I've gotten to know so well over the so past fun. year through this whole thing. And like you really, I love Valentine's Day because it's about celebrating. First of all, women love Valentine's Day. Yes. What do you do. get a guy for Valentine's Day? You know, so Ugh. Valentine's Day is like a, an awesome substitute. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Well, yes. I, yeah, I love how it's become a trend to celebrate our friendships because so many women we, we tend to tear each other down and I don't like that at all. And I love how uh, everywhere you see on social media, people are like really promoting, you know, our friendship bonds and let's build each other up. Let's support each other. Mm-hmm. I want to see more of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I agree. That's our hope. That's the hope even with this podcast. Why are we not building each other up? Yes. Yeah. I don't understand. Like after this podcast, I'm going to support a friend who I've actually never met in person. I've only talked to her on social media. She just opened a new business in Aww, Inwood Village. She lives so in the neighborhood. Fun. And I'm going to go by and go check out her her business. Perfect. And I'm so excited to see her dream come alive. And she yes. she's um, really excited for me to come. Did you meet her on Tinder? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I did. <laughs> <Sorry>. Bumble. <laughs> That's a whole other podcast. She's like, I've never met her. Before. I know. Well, actually, I had never met Dr. Mel either. I know her from social oh. media. I, do, I meet a lot of people online, I which know. sounds kind of awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Some of my best friends I met online. Okay, so tell us about your podcast. Oh, my podcast is called Life Bonds, mm-hmm. the Life Bonds podcast. And I cover everything that are life topics worth contemplating. So it is, I run the gamut. Anything I want to learn about, and I do them in five, six, seven minute snippets, just Mm -hmm. a really quick topic to get you thinking about, whether it's friendship or codependence or children or emotional intelligence, things that interest me and that I like learning about is usually what I do. A quick little, I'm going to record this, ask a few questions, and then hopefully open dialogue between family or friends or Mm -hmm. spouses or children. And then you have a studio in your house, right? (laughs) <laughs> I actually have one in my closet. Yes, you know, I do. I love would, that. You would be surprised. It's industrial. Uh, you Thank would be you. surprised at how many podcasts happen in the closet. In yeah. fact, yes. my husband over there used to do his podcast when we were vacationing in Beaver Creek from the bathroom. And so I, and he, <laughs> had, echo. he had uh, the, the sound traps all over the bathroom. So the sound sounded good. It was mm-hmm. really, it really did. But I would call it the podcast. There you go. <laughs> yes. The podcast. Well, so, you know, as long as it sounds good, it doesn't matter where you're recording. I, I'm, I'm in the closet right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So Dr. Mel, we haven't talked about your book, The Identity Bond yet. It says a journey to self-awareness. And I would imagine that that would tie in with being a good friend. Absolutely. It does. And so the identity bond, basic with, with all my books, I love to start with understanding your temperament. So I have temperament tests in there, which I don't know if y'all are familiar with the Enneagram yes. or Myers-Briggs. Mm-hmm. Sure. So your temperament and how you're wired. And so in the identity bond, we just basically break down how we're wired and how we have received false messages, identifying what the truth really is. What's our belief system? How are our thoughts adding into the way we perceive life, the way we look at people, the way we see ourselves? And so really the basis is, is learning about how we see ourselves and becoming more of who we're really created to be authentically and truly letting go of even the way For example, if I was raised with a parent that wanted me to be outgoing, but I'm really introverted, but I was going to please my parents, I'm really not being authentic to who I am, but that's all I know. So how do I unravel that and build back up who I really am and be okay with it as an introvert Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and not making everybody happy? Right. Am I okay with that? That's such a good point. Because that's, I hate to say it, but it's taken me, I don't know, many, many years to not learn it, but to learn a little bit of it. Yes. You know, because I'm not there yet. I'm not you. it so freeing, I'm not as evolved, but I'm trying. It's so freeing. I wish y'all could see while we're looking at each other, it's like all of our eyes just, we're relating because we're all people that have certain makeups and we want to be who we really are. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's back to self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to jump in and take this test like right now. Yes, we should actually. <laughs> yeah. Then we can talk mm-hmm. about y'all's results. That's a whole nother podcast. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Mel, for being here today. You have so much information to share mm-hmm. and so much expertise. Where can everyone find you? Well, thank y'all for having me. And my website is melanierossmills.com. 
And Instagram, Twitter, which I'm not very active, Facebook is at Dr. Melanie R. Mills. And I have to say, she's extremely fun to follow on Instagram because she's always up to something fun and doing oh, events and going you. places. It's uh, it's fun. I love Instagram. I'm a huge. I love it. Yeah, a lot. No, and you learn. What you have to say is you learn a lot. You're very fun to hear speak about things, but I felt like we learned a lot. Absolutely. And I hope you guys did Thank too. You. And I just want to say happy Valentine's Day. Yay! And happy Valentine's Day to everybody. Yes. Uh, I'm Nellie Shudo. And I'm Martha Jackson. And you've been in the Bubble Lounge. And we'll catch you next time. <laughs>